Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. You guys are the best. 7 to 10 a.m. You dangerous. Hot Radio Maine. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Love you too. <laughs> Maine's hit music show. Twitter just crowned Brandy Glanville the most foul-mouthed reality star. Do you know who that is? Of course I do. Was it Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Beverly Hills. All right, yes. I get those confused sometimes. Uh, she defiantly has no filter. You no. should know this if you watch the show, right? Yeah, I. she's one of the most controversial characters I think there's ever been. Really? Yeah, she's bad. She's a bad person? She's a bad guy? She's a bad girl. Someone you love to hate on the show? I love to love her on the show, but I know it's wrong. I know loving her is wrong. So Glanville typed out an impressive 946 uh, curses in her 3,000 most recent Twitter messages. Good for her. So that's how she got the crown of the most foul-mouthed reality star. Uh, Second only to Kevin Hart, who had 954 curses in the same number of tweets. Really? Yeah, your friend. You love one of them, all right? I only love one of them, okay? <laughs> Who is your foul mouth friend in life, or is it you? I think it's me. Are honestly. you the foul mouth friend? I really think it's me. So you're the inappropriate one that people have to be like, shh, when you're out and about? I mean, none of my friends shush me because we're all fun. Mm hmm. I have been shushed by men, though, because they are not fun to be with. But I think over time, my potty mouth has rubbed off on some of my friends. And so it's really funny when they start to say really raunchy stuff. But I would say it comes from me. It's impressive that you can keep it under control on the radio, though. I know. It's really bad. Sometimes I go home after work or I go home from lunch and I just have to like scream a few obscene things and then I'm good for the day. Who is your foul mouth friend? Shout them out right now. Uh, We got a few minutes before we get into Brains for Bank next hour. Who's your foul mouth friend? 207-807-1104. Give him a shout out. I got to shout out mine. uh, My buddy, Russell, who's my college buddy. Uh, He is embarrassingly foul mouth. Like we'll be out to dinner or out to lunch at a diner or wherever. And there'll be a family with young kids there. And the stories he says are so inappropriate. We'll okay, you got to reel it in. There's a time and a place. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, come on, Russ. This is a little kid right there in the baby <laughs> booster seat. What are you doing? And then you'll see the dirty look from the parents. I'm like, we're, we're sorry. He doesn't have a filter. He doesn't know his, like, he's not aware of his surroundings. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. There's a time and a place to discuss raunchy stories or whatever you want to discuss and be foul mouth. It's not when you're at like a family sit down restaurant and there's like kids all around. I feel like this friend probably also has a naturally loud voice. Loud, loud they voice. they have no idea how loud they are. And an incredibly <laughs> loud laugh. So he's definitely the person that people are Attention staring at. grabber. And it's honestly not somebody that he doesn't do it for like clout or for the attention. He just can't help it. Like he doesn't, he doesn't know. He's unaware it's of it. It's just him. It's just who he is in his personality. So shout out to him. If you've got a foul mouth friend you want to shout out feel free to text in and we'll shout them out melissa and Sako, who's your foul mouth friend uh guilty it's me 100 oh you are the foul mouth friend shout out to you why no, can't i'm the one that all my friends used to say are you gonna go on that like tournament on the mob wives who can swear the most you need to go on that mob wives tournament when they used to have that thing that's the worst mouth wait i don't i don't remember that and I, I remember used to watch, mob wives i used to watch mob wives i loved it but i didn't remember a tournament yeah, they, they had a, if you swear the most and, like, you have the felthiest mouth, like, you would like, be entered into, like, a tournament to meet the mob wife oh for, my like, God. one day. Oh, I, I want to meet Drita. Me too. She's my girl. I got her on Facebook. Oh, my God. Why can't you control your language? <laughs> because the F word is, like, an adjective. I don't even know when I use it. I could be like, look, this effing car right here. <laughs> cool, and they don't even know what the F terminate is. And someone's like, you just said F and, like, three, like, three times in one sentence. I'm like, when? 
What are you talking about? All right, so you're the foul mouth friend. Well, we appreciate you keeping it under control while you talk to us. Coming up before nine, we're going to be playing Brains for Bank. You can win 100 bucks, so keep listening. We'll let you know when to call back. Oh, that's dope. On the text, we get a shout-out, Alexia, and that's coming from Lily. Lily says, Alexia is my foul mouth friend. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, man. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. The Maine CDC reported just 20 new cases of COVID-19 on Tuesday, and for the fifth consecutive day, there were no additional COVID-related deaths. 65% of eligible Mainers are fully vaccinated. Uh, We're seeing that daily case count numbers stay pretty low. We've also unfortunately seen the vaccination rate basically plateau. So we want to see it go up a little bit. It's looking like it's slowed down drastically. Governor Mills had a busy day yesterday. She signed 36 bills into law. The new laws cover a lot of things from remote participation in virtual public meetings to support for sex trafficking victims. You can look at all the laws uh, as part of the five things post on HotRadioMaine.com. The Red Sox could have their ace Chris Sale back on the mound soon. Sale took another step in the right direction Tuesday with a 40-minute workout at Hadlock Field right here in Portland. Love to see it. Sale is working his way back from Tommy John surgery, which we learned is basically a tendon replacement in the elbow. Uh, Sale will soon be making several rehab starts in Portland and Worcester. We're going to the game on Thursday. I'm just saying, if you want to throw them on the mound on Thursday, I'd be totally cool watching that. We're going to be yeah. there. We got a box. I'm excited. It's going to be my first Sea Dogs game in Me like too. a couple years now at this point. So it'd be good to be back out at Hadlock. Um, <laughs> you know what I was thinking? I was like, isn't it a surfer or something? Tommy John. I was thinking of Tommy Bahama, which is a clothing store. Well, I'm sure somebody near one of your <laughs> dad. That's like a dad gear. Tommy Bahama, right? Yeah, and I think they have some restaurants in Florida, too. It's a vibe. Tommy John was the first pitcher that got the Tommy John surgery, hence it being named the Tommy John. Not to be confused with Tommy Bahama. Right, which you can get at Nordstrom Rack, I'm sure. (laughs) 77-year-old Frederick Thibodeau has been metal detecting at OOB for 44 years. He started strong eight hours a day. He's up to like three hours a day. He's doing three hours a day now, and he said that they'll probably probably find him face down in the sand because he's going to keep going until he can't go no more. Whoa. The other day, he found a class ring from Medford High School in Mass uh, from the class of 1984. He's found some great things over the years, uh, but this is the most recent. He contacted the school who got in touch with the owner, and now it's heading its way to the rightful owner nearly four decades after he lost it. That's amazing. He actually, this is something that I would do. I never got the senior (laughs) ring because I'm like. I didn't either because I didn't understand it. I know that I'm going to lose this. It's not worth the money. I'm not asking my parents for the money for the senior ring. So I didn't do it. Uh, But this guy lost his senior ring, 1984, his senior year, his class ring. He lost it the year he got it. Oh my God. That would have been me. Um, You know how he lost it? How? Gave it to his girlfriend. Put it on. Promise ring. Put it on uh, a chain and she was wearing it around her neck. I don't know what they were doing in the sand, but she lost it in the sand of OOB. When I was younger, I saw some guy with a metal detector at Old Orchard Beach and I I bet you it was Frederick and I begged my dad to buy me a metal detector and he wouldn't because I thought I was going to strike gold in the backyard. I wanted one so badly. He never got it. It was your dad that threw the ring in the... Same dad, yeah. My dad and my mom, when they wanted a fresh start, they had already been married 
but they were getting back together. The divorce had already been finalized, so they threw their old wedding bands in the ocean. And Frederick probably found those too. Frederick found those, didn't call uh, the rifle owner and just pawned them. That was in his early days. Frederick was a little spicier back in the day. Yeah. (laughs) He kept it. He made a profit. I gave my varsity jacket to a girl in high school and I never got it back. And I wish I still had it. But also probably for the best because like as an adult, uh, if I'm wearing a varsity jacket, it would have been weird. You know what I mean? But it was something cool to have like for the memories. Yeah, it's cool to have. I never understood that. Like you work so hard to make the varsity team and get the varsity jacket and then you just give it to a girl i never understood that i don't know i was an idiot <laughs> you see lie. that in movies like yeah. early 2000s that's why it's the it's the pressure from the it's movies hollywood. it's hollywood put it on this pressure <laughs> unfair pressure on our lives you worked for that jacket i did work it did work for those jackets sad oh my god she's gonna hear this and be like uh yeah i gave that to goodwill 15 years oh ago god maybe she <laughs> listens to our podcast online and if she does she'll send hear it to this the station. send it to the station or uh contact me on facebook it's okay we don't have each other blocked i don't think so we're you fine. see it on facebook marketplace listed by her tonight ah. <laughs> Uh, the Monmouth Fair starts today, kicking off Maine's fair season. Ooh, yeah, I want a candy apple. This is the first fair to be held in person in Maine since before the pandemic. Everybody had to cancel their fairs in uh, 2020. Was that last year? 2021? Yeah. What year are we in No, right this now? is 2021. I'm so confused last by what the summer, date is. Last summer, it was summer 2020, and it was a wash. Oh, my God. We're just coming up for air over here. We're in the moment. Anyways, about two dozen more fairs are planned in Maine, ending with the Freiburg Fair in October. I usually hit the Freiburg. I've never been to the Freiburg Fair. I usually do the Clan Festival and the Cumberland Fair. Never done the Freiburg Fair, so I will be doing that this year. Freiburg Fair is the one to go to. I have Clan Festival on my list of things to go to when it uh, returns. It's canceled this year. It was canceled this year. I know, but when it returns, I'm going to go to the Clan Festival for sure. Uh, Just because I've been stuck in the traffic on the way to the Clan Festival, and I feel like, all right, I should actually go one time. It's great. I highly recommend. I want to see how Tara grew up. (laughs) I literally went there every single summer bracelet night yeah she grew up as a clam festival carny she put together all the rides and all <laughs> i've that literally stuff. seen bolts like fall out of those rides and still <laughs> got on them five things you need to know is made out of maine by maine hardware going out on the water this summer get your marine supplies at maine hardware in store online mainhardware.com open seven days 274 st john street in portland hot radio maine oh lord hot warnings with ryan delon and tara fox dirty on the 30 TMZ published a story saying Chris Brown was suspected of smacking a woman in the head so hard that her weave fell out. We talked about this yesterday. Well, yesterday, Chris Brown responded on his Instagram story. Breezy wrote, y'all so damn. And you know what came next? The no, cap emoji. Oh, no, make Your it favorite stop. cap emoji. Uh, multiple side laugh emojis followed the cap emoji. Brown said the story is all a lie. Move on. Nothing to see here. As you pointed out, all right, you can say it's a lie, but maybe not a laughing matter, especially no. with your past, right? Yeah, seriously. I don't like that. Actor James Michael Tyler, known for his role as Rachel-obsessed Gunther on TV's hit sitcom Friends, has revealed he has stage four prostate cancer. He's been fighting his cancer oh since 2018. The actor also said Friends producers and actor David Schwimmer knew about his cancer for a while. Tyler had planned to be on stage during this year's Friends reunion, but decided to appear virtually due to his advanced condition. If you you watch it like I watched it. You thought something was a little off. This is a little weird. Why is he showing up virtually? It feels like a pretty big deal to get everybody together. And he was the only one that came through virtually. Well, here's the reason behind that. Uh, Tyler has advice for men everywhere. That's some uh, pretty good advice to listen to. So I'm going to play it for you right now. Next time you go 
go in for just a basic exam or your yearly checkup, please ask your doctor for a PSA test. Caught early, 99% treatable. If you get that test, it's caught early. It is treatable. Some good advice from James Michael Tyler right there. During a Monday night panel discussion on Clubhouse, Trick Daddy busted out with some disrespect to the Carters. Wait, I have a question. Okay. That could be kind of offensive. Who is Trick Daddy? Trick Daddy is uh, like a rapper from back in the day. So not my day. Not your day, but like early 2000s, I want to say Trick Daddy. He had the song like, take it to the house. And he had a bunch of stuff with uh, Trina as well. Trick Daddy. Well, I was in the first grade in the early 2000s. I believe he does uh, radio at this point. And he owns okay. a, a restaurant, which we'll get to. Oh. But yeah, Trick Daddy. He has a song, I'm a Thug. Um, I'm not going to say I don't know. Songs. I don't even know why I attempted. Do um, not recognize. <laughs> <laughs> That's who Trick Daddy is. Uh, your generation, no idea. My generation knows who he is. At this point, he just sounds like an old man hating because here's what he had to say about Beyonce. Beyonce ain't trying to give back the music and then that Beyonce don't write music and Betty can sing her mother so Beyonce can't sing. Beyonce can't Excuse sing. Excuse me? He doubled down on this and he had this to say about Jay-Z. Beyonce is the R&B where Jay-Z is the New York. That's why they're together. Jay-Z ain't never won the, the greatest rapper alive. Whoever, whoever put him on a, a level of that. New York lost yeah. big and they needed a hero. They wanted to be the mega of, of, of hip hop and they just handed it over to Jay-Z. The first part of that I could take as being true. Uh, Beyonce is to R&B as Jay-Z is to New York. But then when he flipped it and made it into a diss, I'm like, all right, I don't know about that. Take Unnecessary. One person tweeted, Trick Daddy now, you know damn well the beehive about to roast your ass into the ground. Can't say you didn't deserve it. And of course, that is exactly what they did. Go check out his Instagram comments if you want because it's full of the bees buzzing and uh, just search his name online and everybody is attacking him at this point. Uh, so much so that the restaurant that he owns, they did the review thing and they're giving it the one star review uh, online. Which I hate. You feel bad for like the hostesses and the I waiters do. and the cooks and all that. that, that just that trying there. to get a paycheck. If no one goes to that restaurant anymore, it affects everyone. If I was a waiter there, I would leave a one star review after finding out our owner hates on Beyonce <laughs> like that. So did you see that video that's gone viral of a guy holding up a cup? to his ear and the other end of the cup is on his beehive and you can hear what the bees sound like. No. It literally sounds, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like, it sounds like you're throwing around bouncy balls or something. I gotta check it out. Is it a viral clip? I can find it online? Yeah, it has like, I think, I wanna say like 9 million views or something. It's gonna have 9 million and one pretty soon. Uh, clip, it's the beehive. A clip from the uh, Netflix show, This Is Pop Show, T-Pain explaining how Usher pushed him into a four-year depression. We talked about it yesterday. He had a conversation on the plane with Usher. Usher said that he effed up music for real singers because of auto-tune. Well, on Tuesday, T-Pain addressed the interview because a lot of people were coming at Usher. He tweeted, I still love and respect Usher. Telling that story was in no way meant to disrespect that man. People talk-ish about me 24-7, but when it comes from someone you truly respect, it hits very different. I never said F Usher. It was a drop in the ocean of ish I was already going through. You were upset with Usher. I feel like this is just a, a case of, I don't think Usher's a bad guy, but you don't realize sometimes how your words uh, can land on certain people. And maybe Usher has some time to self-reflect. Maybe he was just joking at that point or trying to be slick But I also it. feel like you don't talk to your friends like that. And if you do, you're a toxic friend. And if you have friends that are always putting you down or giving you backhanded compliments, then you need to weed them out of your life. I feel like me and my friends go back 
back and forth all the time. I don't and they know. They make fun of me and I make fun of them. And that's just basically the core of our friendship at this I point. I mean, there's a big difference when it comes to your career and your talent to have someone making fun of it. It's just not nice. That's a valid point. I'm Something thinking, that you're very talented at. And I don't think anybody makes fun of what I do and I don't make fun right. of what their passion is. No. But there's other things you that You support we, each other. That's why I think Usher's a little jealous. Valid point. The uh, NFL player with the top selling jersey over the last 24 hours is none other than Carl Nassib, according to the popular fan gear website Fanatics. Nassib's number 94 Las Vegas Raiders jersey has been flying off the shelves ever since the D lineman announced on Monday that he's gay. Raiders head coach John Gruden threw his support behind his player telling the Las Vegas Review Journal, I learned a long time ago what makes a man different is what makes him great. A lot of other players are out there supporting as well. They've made statements and clearly uh, the fans are making a statement with their dollars because they're purchasing the jersey. So you'd love to see it. The number one jersey yeah. selling in the last 24 hours, Carl Nessip. And that's your Dirty on the 30 made how to mean by Nails Motors. Bad roads do your car dirty. Make sure your suspension wheels and brakes are up to snuff at the only Sunel Napa Gold certified shop in the state. Nails Motors, Bitterford. We got a hundred bucks brains for bank that we're going to be playing this hour while we're commercial free. Before we get there, though, we want to know what. Have you ever accidentally posted something like in public? Like maybe you meant to send it as a DM. You didn't mean for people to see this yeah. and you posted it on social media. Yeah. OK. Uh, have you ever? I'm usually really, really good about this. And I triple check before I post anything. Mm-hmm. So I have not made a status or a story. But one time I sent out a mass Snapchat and I did not know that my nether regions were exposed because it was a mirror selfie. And I had something written on the text. We were like, going out that night and my mirror had a bunch of mini mirrors as the frame so in one of the mini mirrors you could literally see my vagine like I wasn't wearing underwear I was naked from the waist down because I was getting ready I was getting ready to go out that night you were like hold on priorities before I put on underwear I should probably send out a mass snapchat (laughs) this was years ago so yes that was one of my priorities but so I took the mirror selfie and I said something about like what I wanted to get for alcohol that (laughs) night or something and I sent it to everyone that was going out with us and all of a sudden my phone started blowing up and I was getting text messages and Snapchat chats and someone was like Tara you just sent that to the entire group and your vagina's out and I was like what what and I looked at the picture I'm like no it's not and then they sent a zoomed in on the mini mirror on the frame and it was literally perfectly framed in the mini mirror clear as day and wow. it was so embarrassing but i was like well you know what we're all close anyway so <laughs> guess it doesn't really matter all right yeah and why were they even looking like how did they even notice that why would they look at the picture <laughs> that i sent them on snapchat what weirdos they are i learned my lesson now i've never sent a snapchat without being fully closed yeah closed. that's a good lesson Ever to learn yeah. I, it's surprising that you needed to learn that lesson but i know i love the fact that you were getting ready and you're like hold on before before I put on uh, underwear and before I put on pants. Well, it was right. Let me just snap out a picture to the, the masses. I, okay, so the mirror was right above my makeup table. So I was actively getting ready and I just took a Snapchat and was like, does anyone want to split a bottle or something? Did you have a top on? Yeah, I had a top on. Just no one Now I'm more intrigued about your dressing process because for me, I go I like. Don't know what I would go like underwear goes on first before I would put a shirt on. I don't really like wearing pants. So I guess it's not that crazy for me, but it definitely was a nice surprise for all the guys in that group. (laughs) 
Fair enough. Have you ever uh, accidentally, what, what was the way you framed the question? Have you ever accidentally posted something? All right, on social media. Can you top that from Tara? 207-807-1104. She's over there giving all her friends a show. 207-807-1104. Have you ever accidentally posted something on social media? Now mine is going to sound really lame. Well, I want to hear it anyways. It's not. It's not even that great. I was just going to say that, you know, I have the Hot Radio main account on my phone as well. And no. there's sometimes I'll post uh, a picture on the Hot Radio main account that I meant to post on my account. Or sometimes I post a Hot Radio main picture on my account that I meant to post on that account. It's and a silly mistake. It's a silly mistake, but yeah. it'll be like me and Lana. And it's like on the Hot Radio main account. And, and then I see it, I'm like, oh, my God, we get it. No, and then I'm like, oh, no, wait, delete. I got to put that on mine. <laughs> or sometimes it'll be like concert announcement. I put it on mine and I'm like, ah, I meant to put that there. So uh, you usually play it off pretty cool, though. Like sometimes if it's a concert announcement, I feel like you just leave it. I up. just leave it up. <laughs> well, sometimes I mean to post those. I never posted a pantsless picture. I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, I, I, learned I, think I, I think I would remember posting a pantsless picture for sure. <laughs> Amanda and Bangor, have you ever posted something online that uh, you didn't mean to? It was an accident. <laughs> I was working at a children's uh, residential facility mm-hmm. and I had to send out an update about the shift. And um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but I sent a sh- update. <laughs> so you had a typo? Yeah, I forgot the F in the word. You forgot the F, <laughs> F in the shift update. That's so funny. I feel like if I worked with you and I received that email, I would be so enticed. I would be like, really? How was it? Oh, <laughs> and, and in my defense, it was a really awful shift, too. So It was a shit show on the, uh, on the text. Ooh, okay, I see. <laughs> Here's uh, one more for things that shouldn't have got posted online that came through the text. This person said, not online, but when I was 19 or 20, I was on probation for marijuana charges in Florida, and I knew a coworker had the same probation officer, so I went to send them an email asking if they had the probation officer's phone number, but I accidentally sent it to every manager at my job. God. So every manager at the job knew that they were both on probation after that point. Yikes. That's a whole nother topic for another day. I feel like we'll get some good ones. Have you ever sent the wrong email to the wrong person? What happened? Oh my God. Put that in the notes for next time. What's something you accidentally posted online? About a couple months ago, and I randomly dancing around to Justin Bieber's baby in my underwear and a t-shirt. And I was like singing into a brush. And it turns out I posted it on my story. Oh, <laughs> that's classic. The, I meant to just send it, it to one person. For everyone to you, nobody told me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have good friends. They're all like, shh, don't tell her. Let, it, let her leave it up there for the rest of the day. Yeah. At least she was in her underwear, Tara. I know. Thank God. <laughs> Unlike some people we know who just send out, you know oh, what? Pants. Uh, all right. It is time to play a Brains for Bank. Condom at 10 right now. You are playing. The category is Celebrity Clothing Lines. <laughs> Yeah, that. 207-807-1104. You came up with the questions, right? I know, but there's too many questions sometimes, and I always get the wrong one. Your mind went blank. 207-807-1104. Call number 10 right now. We're playing Brains for Bank. Hot Radio Main, who's this? All right. Good start. Good name. Have you ever accidentally posted something online? I have not. Pretty smart about that. <laughs> oh, he's calling you dumb, Tara. <gasps> no, no offense, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> None taken. It's fine. I'm sure it was a lovely treat for And all that my was the moment that sent Tara in a four-year depression. No. Um, Ryan, you're our call number 10. You ready to play Brains for Bank? I am. Category is celebrity clothing line. How do you feel about that? Ah, 
Let's see what we can come up with. I'm going to give you a question. You'll get five seconds to answer. If you answer correctly in the five seconds, you're going to win a hundred bucks. If you answer incorrectly or after the buzzer goes off and the money rolls over and Haley's going to play for 200 bucks this afternoon. Are you ready for your question? You got it. In 2016, Beyonce launched an athleisure clothing line named what? Queen Bay. Ah, <laughs> I gave you the extra seconds if you wanted to fix it. But uh, the correct answer, the answer we were looking for is Ivy Park after Blue Ivy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Aww, there it is. My stomach started hurting when you said Queen Bee because I know you were trying. You were on the right track. Yeah. I, I give you credit because we have a lot of people that call in and they just go blank for five seconds. You at least got an answer out there. So you got... <laughs> You get the you get the consolation prize of us saying, "Yay, good try!" Yeah. Sorry, thanks a lot, guys. Um, we got another chance to play coming up at 5 p.m. It's going to be $200 with Haley. Category is celebrity clothing lines, and it's all made hot in Maine by the House of Hash. 220 Maine Mall Road, Sopa, the best selection and highest quality from the best hash makers in Maine. Check out the Hash Bash on 710 Farm Stand House of Hash. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Say it ain't so. Is the tuna fake, Tara? Are they faking the funk with the tuna? I'll tell you what. This has sent me into a four-month-long depression. <laughs> this is what sent you into the four-month-long well, depression? I, I heard about it this spring when someone was suing them because they did their own test and found that there was no fish. And now that there's actually been more tests done, it's official. It's come out that there's literally no fish DNA. Yeah, so we first heard that the bread wasn't considered bread by an Irish court because of what Whatever, yeah, whatever the makeup of the bread was, they yeah. decided that it can't be considered bread in Ireland. And now uh, they've moved on to the tuna. According to reports, uh, Subway may not be serving real tuna sandwiches. The New York Times published a study that revealed lab tests didn't find any tuna DNA in Subway's <laughs> tuna sandwich. So gross. And uh, I'm embarrassed to say that for years, my favorite sandwich from Subway has been tuna sandwich. I just, I really liked it. And now I'm terrified because I don't know what I was eating. Yeah. So you mentioned the lawsuit against Subway that accused the company of uh, imitating tuna by blending components. Uh, well, the publication New York Times reported that 60 inches worth of Subway tuna sandwiches were tested from several restaurants located in Los Angeles. And the study revealed that they couldn't detect any tuna, nor could they determine the actual component components of the fish that the sandwiches are made with. Then what is it? What could it be? What was I consuming all those years? Of like, mmm, delicious. Imitation tuna. Mm. That was always my go-to as well. I get a six-inch tuna. I over really liked it at Subway, and now I feel like I've been lied to. What's next, Panera? Don't tell me that. I'm go back and look at all my receipts, and I would like to be reimbursed for all the tuna oh sandwiches. You know how sometimes they do that? It's like if you have been a class-action lawsuit, unable to compensation. Let's do that. I purchased tuna sandwiches. I wasn't even eating tuna. I should get. My oh. money back. <laughs> Did you see me? I was like, then what, what were you eating then? Who I don't you, know what I was I know, eating. That's the whole point. I know, but I was like, who'd you buy it for? It was for me. It completely I, went over my head. You're like, wait, so you didn't eat the tuna? I'm like, no, I ate it. I just. I mean, I would have taken it. Anyways. Yeah, it's fraud. It's not real tuna. There's no fish DNA. And we deserve a refund. We need answers here at Subway. 